0: it's nurse Shayla and nurse Brittany and you're listening to your Your call light Light is is on welcome hi there how was your week my weeks Uh, running together
1: I know but But, um what's new with you what is new what's What's new with you Shayla
0: uh just working 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 um nothing really exciting going on getting ready for the holidays trying to get my holiday shopping done thanksgiving was great how was your thanksgiving
1: Great. I spent it with my lovely friend and her mother. <laughs> so it was really nice. I, um, Are you going into the stores
0: for shopping? Um, yes and no. I get anxiety when I go into stores, oh, yes. especially this time of year. It's just, I cannot. So I've been doing a lot online. Um, I took care of my dad's gift. His gift is all set. My mom's gift is like halfway set. I actually bought my fiance's gift already. He has it. I bought him an Apple Watch, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, Got it for a great deal. Target. Target. Black Friday deal. Yes. Uh, That's about it. Yeah. I'm not doing, like, a ton of gifts this year just because we're saving. But uh, most of my gifts were online. What about your gifts?
1: I am not going into the stores at all. I stay far away. Anything that I do will be done Online, mm-hmm. which I haven't even started yet.
0: it's <laughs> so convenient. It is. Especially Amazon is with, my best friend. Yes, Amazon. Mm-hmm. We love Amazon. Yes. And mm-hmm. Prime. Amazon. You have to have yes. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay.
1: Um, what else is new with you? Not much. I go to work. I'm actually finding it difficult to find things to do locally. Fun things to do that don't involve drinking all the time. <laughs> I feel like most of my things that I'm doing now, unless I'm traveling, which with work it's not always convenient to travel, but Mm -hmm. I I want fun things to do that don't involve just drinking.
0: Yes, and I feel like the weather kind of prohibits you from doing Mm -hmm. things like that because when the weather was a little bit nicer you could find me outdoors and I never was an outdoors type of person but when the weather's nicer it makes you want to be outside more when it's right. cold and gloomy you just want to be inside and you just
1: well uh, if the snow would just come down then yeah. you know you've got skiing snowboarding diving, that's true and things like that but that's there's no true. snow this awkward stage where yes. it's like it's cold but there's I don't know and it's rain um, cold yeah. and rainy yeah so that's frustrating but yeah I digress I'll find something to do <laughs> read a good book well, like reading, I am reading, but, like, I meant to do with others. Oh, gotcha. Like, I, I read. I'm, I'm conf- trying to read two books at once, which is causing me stress. That. I can't. Wow. It takes me, it'll take me four months to finish them both because I'm reading them at the same time. I have but.
0: ADD just reading one book. Like, I can't even focus. I'm mm-hmm. listening to an audio book right now, and I have to, like, continually rewind back because, I'm like, I didn't even listen to that chapter. I was in a daze. Let yeah. me rewind that whole chapter back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So we will be discussing common misconceptions about nursing today. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, your call light is on or off? How do we feel about potlucks? Oh, (laughs) call light off. (laughs) Call light off. Potlucks have never been my, it's just, I'm, I'm not a germaphobe. Like, everybody knows I'll eat anything. I'm not the cleanest person in the world. But potlucks, you don't know how people live at home. I'll eat it if they bought it from somewhere else. Unless I know the person and been to their house, I know that they're clean. Especially if people have already been in there. Because some people come right off the floor and dig their hands in the floor. Yeah, absolutely. Not so for me, call it off (laughs) ditto (laughs) everything
0: you just said, and that is like oh, it drives me up a wall when people don't wash their hands, like, and even when it comes to like you know communal snacks and things, like. Wash Mm -hmm. your hands. And I'm not talking about foaming either. I mean, Mm -hmm. get some soap and water on them hands and
1: really wash Well, technically, if you're going to eat, you shouldn't foam anyway. You're right. (laughs) Technically,
0: you want to be technical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, no. I'm not a big, big fan of pilots either.
1: Trackers. Tracking devices that nurses wear. No. Call Call it it
0: off. I don't. I just don't like that feeling of someone knowing where I am. For what reason? Call me on my phone. I'll answer if I'm available to. I don't know. I just don't like that idea of someone knowing where I am all the time. Not that I have, like, something to hide or that I'm, like, I don't know. I just, I don't really like that whole concept. So I'm going to say call call it off.
1: I say call it on. um, I know you would. Trackers. (laughs) Trackers are are, uh, little devices that we wear during our shifts that will locate us. I like them for several reasons. One, because if if a patient hits a call light and you walk into the room, just by you walking into the room, the call light is turned off. If you've ever worked somewhere where they don't have trackers, then you've got to get behind the bed or behind the chair and almost fall trying to manually turn off the call light so I like it for that and then also I like it because it holds people accountable we all know that work ethics are different that some people work harder than others and I think by wearing a tracker you can hold people accountable especially if you're getting complaints or about a patient saying, I haven't seen my nurse all shift, you know you can look into that and if if it's something that's reoccurring, then that could be an educational point for the nurse, and it also can save you. I actually once knew a nurse who she didn't sign out of the pixis, and because she was wearing her tracker, she wasn't held liable for removing the narcotics out of the pixis mm-hmm. because they were able to look and say. At the time that the Pixis pulled those narcotics, you were in another room. Yeah. So I appreciated them for that for that reason.
0: Good point. So call light on. Very good points. I, you know, very good points.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to wear a tracker now? I don't. I oh. still don't.
0: <laughs> I just, ugh, no, I'm good. Call light on or off to morning
1: huddles? Call light on call it on, I think it's important, It effective morning huddles. It's important for everyone to know what's going on on the floor because if we're being team players and helping each other answer out, answer call lights, so you've heard a nurse say, well, I don't know how that patient gets up. They hit their call light, but I don't know how they get up. I don't know anything about the patient. So if you are highlighting the high acuity people or the people who are maybe high falls risk or that have special things going on, and you discuss that in your morning huddle, everybody knows what's going on. So you don't hear nurses say, oh, I can't go and answer that call light because I don't know what's going on in that room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it promotes teamwork.
0: I agree. (laughs) Call light on. I will say that. But you said a very important keyword, effective huddle. I don't want to huddle where we're all just standing around complaining about our assignments and mm-hmm. like we're not communicating, we're not developing a game plan for the day, we're not sharing important information about the floor and patients on the floor. Um, it has to be an effective time because every single moment, every single minute in the beginning of the shift is crucial because you kind of want to get your plan and conquer. You know, you got those minutes to pass, you got assessments, you got this, that, you got lots of things to do in the morning. Mm -hmm. So don't waste my time Mm -hmm. with an ineffective huddle.
1: Yeah. Seven minutes or less. Yes. Ideally. Uh Ideally. Yeah. I've been at some facilities where the huddle is a half hour, 25 minutes. And you're starting, you're starting report at 730 and they're covering everything that they already emailed to you, which is. A waste of time but right and half the time I'm not gonna lie I didn't even listen I would start my because it's just too long so
0: yeah and start doing something else we're gonna discuss some misconceptions about nurses but the first misconception that I'd like to discuss about nurses and nursing is that it is easy to become a nurse I'd like to dispel that because it's not true I actually got into an argument with someone on Instagram (laughs) about this a couple of weeks ago because this guy had posted on some nurse that I follow, posted on the page, like how anyone can become a nurse and night shift nurses are notorious for sitting around and gossiping and being on their phones and, you know, nursing just isn't what it used to be. And just, you know, and I actually had words back and forth with him. And I'm like, you know what? You'll never get it unless you've been there and I feel like for anyone's career you can't speak to someone's career if you've never done it before you just can't you can't make assumptions you can't predict what it's like to be something that you've never been before for nursing programs you have to have a certain GPA in order to get into the nursing program anyway Nursing programs these days are becoming more and more competitive. A lot of them require a 3.0 or above GPA from high school to even enter into the program. And let's also keep in mind that there's lots of math and science courses, lots of prerequisite courses for um, students to take before they even get into a nursing program. And these courses include your biology, your chemistry, your statistics, your A and P's. You've got lots of courses that you have to not only take but pass with a certain grade in order to make it to the next point. Even when you get into the nursing program, you've got your nursing curriculum, you've got your clinicals, you've got lots of tests, you've got lots of reading, Um, and then even after the nursing program, you have to pass a state board, you have to pass your NCLEX. Uh, Not everyone passes on the first time. There's actually an 84% pass rate for first-time takers. So just because you take the NCLEX, it's not a piece of cake. You're not going to sit down, ace it. Everyone's not going to ace it. There's lots of studying and preparation that goes into taking that test as well. So the road to becoming a nurse isn't as easy as one might think. There's a lot of dedication, a lot of um, preparation that goes into it.
1: I like the point that you made when you said you you can't really judge someone's career without going through it. That's very valid. That's with any career. My first day of patho, the the instructor said most of the answers will have most of the questions will have two answers. Yeah, you have to pick which most it's the right. Best.
0: Yeah, you I do. have
1: never heard you do anyone else say that about yes. any other class. Yeah. Um, And just to highlight also, Shayla said that, you know, coming out of high school, you have to have a 3.0 at least to get into the programs. Most people who have a 3.0 don't get into the program. So they are very competitive programs. I know my program specifically, they only let 160 people in Mm -hmm. a year. So it it is very competitive. And then even then. You start with 160, and maybe 90 or eight of you, 80 of you make it through the program. It's not as easy as people like to make it. There are different routes you can take, oh for sure, which may help for some other, for others. But it, there is, don't 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 sleep on nurses.
0: Don't. I mean, we don't study for four years. We don't complete hundreds of clinical hours. We don't sit for a state test just to sit around and gossip on our phones. Like that's, it's way more to the nursing profession than than one might think. And it's not just like what you see on TV either.
1: The next misconception is the RN is superior to the BSN. Mm. Mm. That is false. Um, The RN is an associate's degree. The BSN is a four year degree they make the same pay um, a hospital or facility or even if you're not working in a hospital you will be hired as an RN at the same rate as a BSN some hospitals will require you to get it within so many years after starting because they have to have so many four-year degrees to maintain their magnet status Mm -hmm. but it's the same job we do the same we have the same skill set we do the same And most of the time the hospitals will pay for you to go back to get your BSN. Some people, they didn't know that they wanted to be nurses. So maybe they had other degrees before, which then they can do a bridge program. They still have a BS, not a BSN, but a BS. And then they have their two year um, program Same pay. There's no difference in in that. If you prefer to get the associate first, I mean, it's probably cheaper it is. to get the associate it first is. and then let the hospital pay hey. for the bachelors. Uh-huh. If if I could do it again, I mean, I loved my, nurse, my school. I went the traditional way from high school to four years to nursing. Mm-hmm. If I could do it over again, I would probably do the two-year program and then let my place of employment pay for me to get my bachelor's. The only
0: thing with that is that you really have to make sure that you are uh, disciplined enough to go back to school right? because once you start working and you know life happens, you might say, I don't want to go back to school and get this BSN. You really have to be disciplined enough and make a commitment to yourself that you're going to go back and get that
1: degree. Yeah, but same job, same pay, there's no difference except for the status that the hospital wants to keep or or obtain. Okay. Having the, the BSN also makes it easier for you as a nurse to move up the ladder when that time comes if you want to be a manager. I know you have to have the four-year degree if you want to manage a unit and things like that, so it's nice for moving up. But it's not necessary in order to be a nurse. And you're not less than if you have a two-year degree.
0: Right. The next misconception is that all nurses are women. This is not true. The truth is that majority of nurses are women. <laughs> but not all. 9.6% of nurses are men. So let's give it up for that nearly Woo. 10% of nurses that are men. Nursing is not just a woman's work. I think that we need to encourage more men to actually go into the field of nursing, and it's interesting because I'll have patients who'll say, "Oh well, I really want my son to get into nursing, or I really want my grandson to get into nursing," or my grandson's thinking about nursing, and I'll say, "Do it. Tell him to do it." Absolutely." I think the reason why a lot of people associate nursing with women is because a lot of people see the nurturing aspect of nursing because we care for people, we tend to people, we we give, we give of ourselves to people, but let's not forget that it's a twofold profession where we have the nurturing, but we also have clinical skills. We're not just these soft, mushy, emotional people, we're smart as hell too. We've got clinical skills. We're able to use our deductive reasoning. We're able to act quickly. We're able to be assertive when it comes to taking care of our patients. So it's not as if we are just all about mushy-gushy. We are smart as well. We're using the knowledge that we acquired in nursing school and even prior to nursing school to help us make smart decisions when it comes to our patients. So there's nurses that will lean a little bit more on the nurturing side And then you'll have those nurses that are extra about the clinical, what do I want to say? The clinical thinking. Yes, they're all into that. And it's not to say that one's better than the other. I feel like a mix of both would be the ideal nurse, but you have some people that can lean towards one side or the other. So give it up for the 10% of men.
1: (laughs) And it's growing. It's growing. People are seeing how wonderful it is to be a nurse and more men. It's attractive now to more men. I love everything that you said. The only thing that I would like to say for patients is just because a guy walks into your room doesn't mean that they're a doctor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had some patients who will not listen to anything that I say, but I would go get the guy nurse on the floor and have them come in and say the same exact thing that I just said, and the patient will lo- listen to that. Mm. That guy over me. Mm-hmm. Men are great. Yes, they are. But women are just as great as well. Yep. And in this profession, as nurses, we welcome men. It's not an all-girls club. We we love their insight and what they bring to the profession. And
0: the bra, the muscle. Okay? Some of us are getting tired of... Lifting up these heavy patients that weigh, like, 400 pounds. Let's bring a man in here and help us out. Not that we can't do it and on our own. some of us are just strong. Are. <laughs> okay. Yes. Some of us are pretty oh strong.
1: <laughs> but.
0: It would help
1: us yes. out a little bit, too. Just it to is have nice. a little
0: bit of the brawn come in yeah. and help us. Well, men
1: have bad back. backs, too.
0: Well.
1: <laughs> 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 They're main ones. Oh, my back. Bad knees. <laughs> get replaced (laughs) Yeah. anyway another misconception is that once you become a nurse you're stuck in your specialty Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about nurses is you can go to college two years four years and roll out and everything that we learn is on the job learning um, whatever specialty you choose to go in, whether it's med, surge, whether it's a government agent agency, critical care, ED, labor and delivery, you learn on-the-job training. And it doesn't mean that you can't move to something else. If you've been here for three, five years, maybe even longer, mm-hmm. and you decide, oh, I, I want to be a cardiac nurse now or I, I don't want to be in the hospital, you don't have to go back to school to become a part of that specialty and not very many professions can say they can do the same thing if they Mm -hmm. get tired of nursing or tired of a a specific environment there's so much flexibility to move and grow and that's a beautiful thing I always say that's Um, the beauty of nursing it really is
0: to be able to pop from one area to another area and you know you can find your niche and what specialty you like the most and you can do even two specialties at one time you can do two different nursing jobs and you know get the best of both worlds if you like the fast pace of the ed you can do that and then also work at a nursing home Mm -hmm. if
1: you like the slower pace some days it's the beauty of it so if one thing is not for you don't get discouraged don't quit nursing just try something else and i know we're all on a time constraint we don't want to spend time on doing things that we don't love but sometimes in order to find something you love you've got to spend a little time you do with the stuff you don't like you do. so you can know what you you love
0: next i'd like to touch back on what you had said about you know doctors and men and one of the most common misconceptions is that nurses are basically doctors assistants or we're doctors' subservience, like we work for the doctors. Let me just say and make it clear to anyone and everyone who's listening right now that out of my years of nursing, there has never been one doctor to cut a check for me. I don't work for any doctor, okay? <laughs> I work for a hospital and my boss is not a doctor. A lot of people think that, a lot of patients think that. If I guess you could say if anybody was directly my boss, It could be my patients, because I'm working for them, literally. But doctors don't pay us, doctors don't do our annual evaluations, doctors don't... They don't have that sort of power over us like a lot of people might think. If anything, we work together, we're a team. We are in collaboration to care for patients. A lot of times you'll find that doctors even ask us for our opinion on things and I always think that that's very humbling. It's very refreshing when a doctor can come to you and say, well, what do you think? It really shows the power in the relationship, the power in the collaboration of us working together. And if anything, we work together to make sure that the doctors are doing their job to the best extent because we're fulfilling things that they would like to be done, such as orders we have to double check their orders. If they put in an order for a medication for a patient, we're the ones that's supposed to be double checking that order and making sure that order is clear, that it's legitimate, that it's not gonna cause any harm to the patient. Now there is a process, I mean, it's not just us. There's the doctor, there's pharmacy, there's, you know, steps involved. But we're kind of the last line before we actually administer something to a patient or do something to a patient, we are the last step and making sure that this is going to be done to completion and done with accuracy. And even when it comes to consents, when we consent patients for procedures and testing and things, we are the ones that are looking at those consents and making sure that they are done accurately. So we work together. We're a team. We don't work directly under a doctor. We don't necessarily always answer to doctors. So um, wanted to dispel that myth. It's not always true. Of course, if you work in a private practice, maybe for a doctor, then your situation's different. But a lot of nurses working in, um, say, hospital environments, we do not work directly for a doctor.
1: Another myth that I had as well was that nurses are (laughs) poop-cleaning, drug-dealing, physician-servants. That is so far off, like Shayla said, we are the liaison between the patient and everyone else. I like
0: how you said that. Yes. Liaison. <laughs>
1: if we, if, if there, there is no patient care if there is not a nurse. Mm. Physicians go to school to learn to be physicians. Nurses go to school to learn to be nurses. We are vital in ensuring that we are providing the most effective care and safe care to a patient we can't do our job without one or the other mm-hmm. and let me tell you this you don't want a nurse who does everything that the doctor tells her to do Oh no. because or him sorry um, because we are all humans we make mistakes nurses have the ability to not only nurture but we critically think as well and that's essential in making sure our patients are safe, we do this every day. If, I can't tell you how many times I've worked with a physician and double checked, and they like they they appreciate and respect you if you call them and say, "Hey, I just wanted to verify that you actually meant to do this." They may they may say, "Actually, no, I did it. Oh, I didn't know that." So it it is a partnership. It is a team, and. We have to be empowered and and be motivated to communicate to and to be willing to communicate to ensure that our patients are are safe. Yes. So don't underestimate the power and the brain of your nurse. We're like wine; we get better with age, <laughs> <laughs> to a certain point. Because then after that, it <laughs> kind of gets stuck in the way. But but yes. So we, like Shayla said, we do not work for physicians. We work together with them. Right. And we can't have one without the other. Exactly.
0: And there's a lot of doctors who don't know a lot either. And where we are, especially if they're new. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. We're in a teaching institution and we have a lot of people that come through and we have a lot of, you know, residents, first year fellows that don't know certain things. So it is also our, our job to help educate them vice versa it is a learning relationship as well and we can teach each other I always like when we're in positions where we can help each other out and share some of our knowledge and just help each other out really Mm -hmm. and and it shouldn't be the kind of situation I know we referred to this on another episode where we're like judging people for not really knowing things like you can't fault someone for what they don't know if they really truly don't know absolutely if they're new if they you can't really fault them like if they have years in the game if they're They've been there for some time, maybe, (laughs) but you cannot come off top judging someone for something that they really don't know. All you can do is educate them and hope Mm -hmm. that next time they'll remember and then implement
1: that knowledge. So we all have our purpose.
0: Yeah. And we're all practicing within our scope of practice. Mm -hmm. Okay. To be safe. One thing I want to say is that nurses don't know everything health related. That's a big misconception. You know how many people will ask you, on the st- once you once they know you're a nurse, and they don't even have to know what kind of nurse you are. Well, what's this rash right here on my chest? Well, what is this on my... Sir, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you need to go to a doctor. Nurses cannot diagnose, and that refers back to practicing within our scope of care. We cannot diagnose. So if you tell me a symptom that you're having, if you tell me something, I might be able to help you out, but don't take what I say as professional, like, advice because I cannot diagnose you. I cannot, I can only give you some insight, give you something to think about. I can maybe point you in the right direction of maybe who you need to go talk to about this, but people don't even care what area of nursing you're in. You know, we're in cardiac, so we know a lot about hearts, but- I might not know a lot about kidneys, or I might not know a lot about ortho stuff. I just don't, or dermatology. I don't really know a lot about those other areas. So, sorry, we don't know everything. That doesn't make us a horrible nurse that we don't know everything. We just don't know everything health-related.
1: I think more people are are prone to coming up to us once they know, especially family members, that um, you are a nurse. Yeah. Nursing is consistently the most trusted profession out there and people don't realize the difference in specialty that's something to be mindful of respect that remember yeah remember (laughs) that respect that and all nurses work in a hospital is another myth only about sixty percent of us work in a hospital, um, much like we said earlier there's over m- more than a hundred fields that you could be in. I recently just met a disaster preparedness nurse who works for the government oh, wow. of this state of uh, another state who um, doesn 't work in a hospital, but whenever there's a disaster she 's dispatching people from her state to go to other States to help with hurricanes or earthquakes, so that was I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, it, also, we work in outpatient areas, so there, there's there's so many places where you could work, so many fields where 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 a nurse could broaden her horizons. Okay. Don't don't limit all nurses to hospitals.
0: Right, And again, that's the beauty of nursing Just really the
1: uh, And just variety. just because You work in a hospital Does not make you superior To someone who doesn't mm-hmm. Like say, let's say a nursing healthcare. home Or home mm-hmm. health care Or we all, again We go back to our specialty You sent me into someone's home health care Or nursing home Or disaster preparedness Or government I'm not going to know right. unless I was trained for that So just because you're not in a high acuity, level one trauma trauma (laughs) center does not mean you are less than someone who is not in a hospital setting. Or greater than, yeah. Um,
0: One more thing. Well, I kind of have two more things, but one more quick thing. Um, I just want you all to know that hospital life is not identical to what you see on TV. And I know I referenced this earlier. Believe it or not, I have never seen Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I love Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I know, I have never. I think maybe I've seen like clips of it, but I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. And I think I did that intentionally because I just didn't want to get a skewed idea of what working in a hospital would be like. I've never even watched any kind of hospital show, like you know your General hospitals or your Scrubs or your. The only hospital show I like. The only hospital show that I watched. And it is completely fictitious compared to real life. Is Nurse Jackie. (laughs) You will never ever, well, I don't know. I would hope you would never see that happen in a real life hospital. But it was just from just pure entertainment. And I absolutely love that show. Went through withdrawals when that show was over. But anyway, you're not going to find that much drama (laughs) in a hospital in my opinion. I mean, maybe I'm missing out on it. But I just feel like you're not going to see, like, those kind of things happening <laughs> in a hospital. You're
1: not going <laughs> to... I don't know. Do you agree? There, There is drama in hospitals. I, maybe I just there, don't even no. notice it. I just yeah. don't... No. You're
0: not going to walk into yeah. a med room and see right. someone in there, like... Making out. Or yeah, yeah no, you're no. not...
1: There is drama in hospitals. However... That's not the highlight of the nurse life. It happens. It's not the most important thing. It's not w- all that we are. We do not shock flat lines. <laughs> 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 like, so that is, pain. Okay, that's not a shockable rhythm. But I love Grey's Anatomy. I am a full supporter of Grey's Anatomy.
0: One more, uh, my last thing that I just want to share as well is about... Um, The pay for nurses, because I think I hear a little bit of both. Like I hear, like, oh, they're a nurse, so they must be rich, and then I hear, you know, we don't get paid enough. So I hear a little bit of both, but I hear more so of the, oh, they're a nurse, so she's got lots of money. The average salary in 2017 for nurses was about seventy thousand dollars. Median. That's median. Median. Okay, Mm -hmm. median. It's about seventy thousand dollars. I just want you guys to know that. The salary is often offset, though, by the cost of living in whatever city you're in. Because, obviously, the cost of living varies from city to city. And our salary often comes at the sacrifice of missing out on certain things. Like, since we are the driving force of the hospital, we are there 24-7, we miss out on important things. We miss out on our family time. We miss out on events for our kids and certain things just because we... Are an employ- we are employed at an institution which is a non-stop operation and for anyone thinking that they should get into the nursing profession because they're going to be rich or they're going to make so much money think twice because like I said it comes at a sacrifice and money should never be the motivating factor for getting into any kind of career because you'll find that if you do that you're not going to be satisfied the money alone will not satisfy you
1: agreed Median salary of about $70,000 annually is, it's a pretty decent salary. It is. And I know out of college, coming out of college, many of my friends, they didn't make that kind of money. Unless you're some person who was really great at sales or a dental hygienist or a respiratory therapist they 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 make a, their two year degree is pretty good at, at what they come out obviously and
0: sonographers
1: in sonographers yeah, yeah. They're, they're two those are two year degrees and they make a pretty decent i think there's a, somewhere around 50 to 60 for their median i think that is a powerful in itself because for four years it's not horrible or two years it's not horrible oh, no. No. and the job outlook from from what, 20, 2016 to 2026 is supposed to increase 15, 15%. Mm. So there's going to be jobs. You've got job security, and we're going to have a shortage. <laughs> so nursing is a wonderful profession to be in. People are getting older, living longer, so we're going to need us.
0: <laughs> exactly, and there's a lot of... um. Places now that I've noticed that have a lot of incentives for hiring nurses because the the shortage is so real. A lot of job postings have um, sign-on bonuses just for taking a job. Or in states where the nursing shortages are very severe, I saw a posting the other day, a $20,000 sign-on bonus to help with relocation expenses. Mm -hmm. So there's shortages, there's jobs available. There will always be a job available if you're a nurse
1: you'll always have the flexibility of getting a job. Absolutely. You can move anywhere and have a job because there's always going to be sick people or a need for nurses. I don't want to say sick people because we're not all in hospitals, but there's always going to be a need. Yes. I'd like to end with, if you are someone who's had a bad experience with a nurse, it doesn't mean we're all the same. Mm -hmm. Depending on where we are in our career, some of us, may have a different presentation than other. We're not all the same. We're all very unique and different, but don't let that allow you to generalize or assume that all nurses are, are horrible, or if you have a wonderful nurse, that they're all gonna be just as wonderful as your prior nurse. We're all different. We all are organized and wired a different way, and it doesn't mean that we're not able to care for a patient the way that a patient deserves to be cared for Mm -hmm.
0: good point so thanks for listening be sure to follow our instagram page your call light is on also email us your call light is on at gmail.com leave any comments questions concerns thanks for listening have a good day Bye bye